Hey everyone, it is WDW Happy Hour, and this is episode number 34. My name's Catherine. I'm here with Matt, Scott, Holly, and Rob, and we are excited to bring you this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed our bonus episode last week. We had so much to talk about, um, and it sounds like you guys did enjoy it, and we're, we're happy that you did. Um, another thing it, that I'd like to point out is that we have two new YouTube videos up on YouTube. Would love it if you would subscribe to us. It would make us very happy. Um, we plan on delivering a lot of content one month from today at the D23 Expo in Anaheim. We'd like to do either a podcast or some sort of video every day, delivering some sort of content, a wrap up of what we did. So it'll make it a lot better if you tell your friends, you know, share, share our information and make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. So um, as we begin every episode, we're gonna top it off with a drink found in a Disney place. And I am topping it off this week. So. Of course, um, if you listened to our episode um, two weeks ago, you know how we felt about Pandora. We really liked Pandora and the overall atmosphere, and that's where I'm going for my drink in Animal Kingdom. And I'm going to have the Moara Margarita. Um, it is tequila with strawberry and blood orange flavors topped with strawberry boba balls. Um, this drink is $9.25, and you can find it at Pongu Pongu, the little kiosk in Animal Kingdom in Pandora. Um, you can add the frozen souvenir mug with your glowing seed in it for $18. Mm. Ooh, I did ball. not do that. <laughs> not many and people did. Right. No, no, that yep. was an unpopular choice, I believe. Can you also get this at Satuli? Or is it only available? I believe Pongu it's Pongu. only Pongu Pongu. 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 Yeah, the Sat wines are more on the Satuli side. And That's they where they have, have the banshee uh, and sangria. Yeah. Um, so this is the frozen alcoholic drink there. The other one is non-alcoholic. Um, it's very pretty in pictures. And most importantly, it is freaking delicious. It is just, it really reminds me of a strawberry daiquiri. I know Matt's not a rum guy, so I'd be interested to see what you thought of this because it's tequila, the strawberry and tequila together. It is delicious. It's very sweet. It's like a strawberry daiquiri, but not like overly sweet. The other drink is the Night Blossom, and I thought that was a little too sweet for me. So yeah, I'm going to get the, I'll get that next it's time. It's so good. It is just like very, very refreshing. It's a frozen drink. It's delicious and perfect for summer in Animal Kingdom. So that would be my choice this week. So nice. I can go for one right now. And those fact. boba balls are so much oh, fun. Oh, I know. And it really um, complements. Sometimes they pick the boba balls that like are kind of like a supplement. Mm -hmm. But this is like very like it all, all the flavors just are the same and kind of work together really well. So like you're not getting like a funky flavor boba ball and like you're the flavor in the drink. Like I know the Night Blossom has different flavored boba balls than all of the flavors in the night blossom but this is very like thematic that it's all strawberry and it's it's really really good so they're all about those boba balls i know there's <laughs> boba balls on the food the drinks yeah. the bowel the bowel the, ba the bowel balance the small had like yeah boba balls on it yeah and those were like a little bit fruity mm -hmm. or like a vinegary fruity yeah. i'd say yeah so yeah it was really good all they need to do is just start putting the boba balls on the beer now 
that's oh. it. <laughs> we can start that, start that revolution. But all right, so we're gonna kick it over to Rob with the news. All so right. Rob, what's going so on? So in the in the last two weeks, there hasn't been a ton of Disney news, but the first one is we could have a little fun with here as a roundtable. <laughs> so because it sounds like you guys didn't see this article, but Disney re- recent Walt Disney World recently filed a lawsuit against the Orange County appraisers for the value uh, that were assessed to some of their properties. So, anybody want to guess what the value of the Magic Kingdom is? <laughs> of what, what What they were assessed. So this is the for, brick and mortar value of the buildings, I'm assuming? The land, just like your house, right? Your, your property. Okay. So, so the house the, on it and the land. Yeah, so, okay. you know, just... Like you would be assessed tax, school taxes here in Pennsylvania and property taxes. For so, what? For Magic Kingdom? For Magic Kingdom. And you want to but venture I am a so guess. so bad at these kinds of questions. I don't know. Um, I'll just start it off. I have no basis for this, but just $125 million. Okay. Anybody want to say higher or lower? I would say lower. I'm going to say $22 million. 22 They built Disneyland for 17 mil. Yeah, but I mean, it's a... That's my guess for the, uh, the value high, of the property. I think higher than that. I'm going to say like 250 mil. I'm going to go 300 mil. Okay. Magic Kingdom, 437 yeah. million. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Not the most valued. Epcot? Epcot. It has to be Epcot. 446. It, it is double the size of the That's Magic true. in just square footage or whatever, however you want to term it. Um, Hollywood Studios, guess. I would say it'd be Based like on half those? of what Epcot would be. So what would is it? Hollywood Studios the lowest? I would say it doesn't it list Animal be. Kingdom in the article. I don't know if Disney's fighting Animal Kingdoms. Animal um, Kingdom is appraisal. huge, though. Yeah, but that's, they don't have as many buildings in oh, the Animal Kingdom. True. They're like a little bit smaller. Like think about the Safari. That's a huge plot of land, but it's not a lot of building. But the land still counts. I don't know. Two ten. Three thirty nine. Oh wow. Um. So are they are they fighting it because they think that the values are too great or too small? Correct. It, if you think of it just in terms of your you house, right? Yeah. You want it to be assessed by your taxing agency as little as possible, so you're paying as low a tax as possible. But then when you go to sell it, you want to maximize. <laughs> right? You want the fair market yeah. value of, you know, the outside of the assessment. So Disney said the increases in the assessments of our property are unreasonable and unjustified. So that means it went up over time pretty significantly. Yeah, it doesn't give any numbers. This was from the Orlando Sentinel, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't give like percentage change. I know from being a DVC owner, DVC is always fighting this because owners have to pay the property taxes as part of Mm. your dues. That's Mm -hmm. in, in your dues portion. So I know... They do a really good job of trying to fight that and minimizing increases fight year over year. Fight. Outside it, of the just what would be, you know, your traditional inflation. Uh, yeah. You know, they want to make sure that it's it's accurate. I get that. And then there's just two others. So that in the article, it sounds like, and Universal does the same thing. SeaWorld does the same thing. They try and fight what they get assessed at. But it lists two resorts. Animal Kingdom Lodge and Caribbean Beach. And this was interesting. So they they uh, appraised Caribbean Beach at $209 million and Animal Kingdom Lodge at one fifty three. What? 
Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is crazy. But Caribbean Beach is a lot of buildings, and yeah. maybe they're considering Animal Kingdom Lodge is like more of like land, like you know, land instead of a lot of buildings. But there still know. is like a huge park. They have a parking garage. They have a full-on like gallery of parking garage in Animal Kingdom Lodge <laughs> in between the two buildings, the Jumbo House and Kadani Village. It's huge. I don't understand how these values are. Uh, Calculated, but that is probably why I'm not a land and right. or tax purveyor. Yeah, it's just interesting to to think about these things and we're there so much and I don't know. I'm interested in these sorts That's of things. That's our logistics, man. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's All right, numbers so, way more than people. We'll move on from that. Um, so two new short films are to de- debut um, at Epcot's Disney and Pixar short. Film festival. Oh, so this cool. is like new movies no, or new okay, so ones. I think I, I believe it's just different ones. So they're going to continue to show Get a Horse, mm-hmm. but For the Birds and La Luna will no longer be shown. It hasn't listed yet what is going to replace those two, but uh, June nineteenth is when it's going to reopen. So we'll know Very next soon. time we record. We are actually. I should disclaimer. We are recording a. F- a few days earlier because this is Father's Day weekend, so we are respecting uh, the uh, sanctity of spending time with our families and, and making sure that we uh, get this out early. So if there's any late-breaking news, we might not have covered well, it. Well, we're releasing at the same time. We're just... Right. We're recording it a little early. Yeah. So... So you can listen to this with your dad. So if Cars 3 is terrible, well... It's already out, and we know that it might not be. It is out today, the day we're recording yeah, yes. this, and I have a feeling it's going to be good. Um, but this was an attraction that I thought was going to be a waste of time, and like I was oh, going to be yeah. super bored by it, and we did it back in October. March. Oh. No, March or April. We, we did it with you guys, oh, right. and that was the first time I had done it, and... I really thought it was awesome. I thought I it was a too. really I like good. The birds. <laughs> oh, I love. <laughs> I love Get a Horse. You've seen those before, though, right? Yeah. 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 I, I thought Get a Horse was amazing. It's Walt yeah. Disney is credited as a voice. There is very. That's uh, the most Disney ass Disney thing. Mm-hmm. It's so. I really like. It. I just took my mom to see it. We were there just together at the beginning of June and. She loved it, and she loved La Luna. I think La Luna is really good too. All three of them. Get a horse is really great. Have you like seen you said, it? Just yeah, some, I have seen just it. some okay. Disney ass Disney. Like it's just <laughs> like it's like captures that feeling the first time you see Philhar Magic, but like it's it's got something really special to it that if you the effects in the theater are awesome. yeah if, yeah if you've never done it or if you've seen previously seen those Pixar shorts like. You know, you have kids and they make you watch the beginning of that Pixar movie. So you've memorized everything, you know, in For the Birds. Like, take a take a moment to, to go to the Pixar. Well, here's a quick show. survey question for, for our group. Thinking right now of the Pixar shorts that you know about, what would you like to see as those other two movies? Presto. I liked, was, was Feast Pixar... This um, is not an area. Okay. Feast is the one with the dog, with right? With the dog. Yeah, right? it's not. Yeah. It's not just Pixar. Um, Paper Man. Oh yes, pa- Paper yeah, Man. it is Disney and Pixar Paper short Man film festival. And um, what was and Presto? Lava. I love Lava's Presto. Lava's a big one. What was the new one before Finding Dory? 
Oh, Piper. 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 Oh, that was a pretty one. Presto is the one where it's the... Um, God, just talk about Presto for God's sake. Guys, Presto. Ten times. <laughs> for those who don't remember, it's the one that debuted before Wally. It's the one with the uh, the rabbit in the hat, the uh, the magician. Mm-hmm. You guys seen that one? Mm-hmm. I really like that one. Would you one. like us to talk more about Presto? Can we talk? I'll bring it up later. Okay. Feast, I think Feast, Feast would be my choice. Yes, I enjoyed too. that. That was moving. Yeah, that was the one in front of Big Hero 6. And that, um, I feel like they could do quite a bit with the theater in that one, like something like Piper, although it's visually stunning, I don't know if like how can they? I agree. Like, I think Piper's probably the most beautiful short they've ever done. But like to use like the mechanics of the theater with either the water. Oh, they could use the water mm-hmm. feature. There is water feature mm-hmm. in that theater. And it's three D. Yeah, all of these are in three D. Yeah. So. Yeah, so oh, the other one that I really like is Day and Night, which is the oh. one at the beginning of Toy Story three. What's the one with the clouds? Because I really like that. Partly one too. cloudy. Par- partly cloudy. That's where the one with they, the, like, stork? the storks and the clouds, and they make things and they throw them down to earth. It's like really like mm-hmm. they just like what was that in front of? That was in front of Up. Oh, that's so good. Oh, they all kind of make sense. They're all good. That's the thing. Like, they're all very good. Yeah, they could really do this, like, as an hour-long show and just play them all, and I think I'd probably dedicate yeah. the time to go and see them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is a great, if you're a great spot in Epcot, it's middle of the day, super hot, get out of the sun and the heat for half hour. Yeah. And by the time you wait for the show, yeah. you see it, it's nice and cool in there and dark. Just a great spot in, in Good Epcot. CDR. Yeah. <laughs> cool down, relax. Cool down and relax. All right. Um, and, and just so, just to bring it full circle, Cars 3, as of this recording, is 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? So, it's fresh. It's, fr- it's fresh but just barely, just barely fresh. So, mm-hmm. 63. I, I read some preliminary good reviews that said that the the specific review I'm I'm referring to said that it's the first of the it says it took three times but it finally the Cars franchise finally made a movie that um, lives up to the Pixar name. Oh wow! That's, so that's the, pretty high praise. The audience has it at eighty one. Okay, that that's better. I mean that's. I'm going to see what the original card Since we're talking about it, one thing that we were mentioning the other day or that I had, had discovered was if you have the Waze Directions app on your <laughs> oh, good, phone, good, good you can have Lightning McQueen give you alerts to, uh, you know, your traffic jams or... Uh, Wow. Yeah, I wish Waze wouldn't get rid of those voices. I know. I wish I they would Keith, keep them. I had, what was it, Keith Morrison. Morrison? I know. They didn't know who he was. Oh, but my gosh. Morgan Freeman has Make been in the love. past. Didn't he, C-3PO did it? Yeah. 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 I, it should be like if you drive enough, you can like unlock it forever. Oh, exactly. <laughs> just Owen Wilson. Just, oh, you need gas. <laughs> wow. Oh, you uh, right. ka <laughs> the, uh, the original car's is 74% on Rotten Tomatoes and the audience has it at 79. So that's pretty high. Yeah, that's pretty high. It's a little it ain't that good. Excessive. All right. So, and the last news story is um Disney has changed their um dessert party at Epcot for the from the Illuminations Sparkling Dessert Party to the Frozen Ever After Dessert Party. So uh beginning July 17th you can now do the dessert party, which will offer a reserved viewing of Reflections of Earth 
and a ride on Frozen Ever After. So the prices for adults, 79, children ages 3 to 9, 47. Um, this includes a whole bunch of really yummy sounding things. <laughs> for us, it does include um, summertime cocktails like margaritas and pina coladas. Really? Beer and wine. Oh. Yes. Shoot. Can you get a, a discount as an annual pass holder or DVC member? Um, it does not mention that. And also, them drinks bottomless. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, doesn't. It's open bar. Open bar for 80 Yeah, bucks. it doesn't say the time. Rob, you're like, probably uh, like, oh My boy, hollow leg will... may get filled. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> bingo, bingo. Yeah, they have Olaf's warm double chocolate s'mores pudding cake. Oh, Elsa's Jesus. warm cottage pudding with salted caramel glaze. I don't want that. I don't know if I, yeah. I don't know what the cottage pudding Anna's means. blue velvet cupcakes. Oh, me on the cottage part. Yeah. Uh, Kristoff's no sugar added lemon curd with blueberry. Kristoff. Nah, suck it. Sven's fr fresh fruits and berries. Come on, Sven. <laughs> they Is have Sven a cheese reindeer? fondue. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, cheese fondue? Served with country bread cubes. Who's that? Broccoli and grilled flatbread. Wait, yeah, who was the character with Yeah, does with anybody that? get the <laughs> Catherine's cheese? Oh, Duke, Duke, it's of, Duke. Duke oh. of He's Weaselton. Weaselton. Weaselton, yeah. That's the joke. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, funny. <laughs> it's a funny joke. He should yeah, have the funny. fruit. I know. And Sven should have the cheese. Duke of Weaselton's broccoli. <laughs> I would like to try that. This. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. I wonder where that viewing is. That would be interesting to me. Yeah, because do you I know where the other necessarily what? has to be the area right next to Frozen. It could still be that oh, it could reserved be. area across the lake. They also have a. There are a few reserved areas. There's Italy and then UK as well. Right. So let me let me see um, if it says. It does say, after illuminations, you'll be escorted to the Norway Pavilion, where guests of the Frozen Ever After dessert party will experience the popular attraction, Frozen Ever After. So oh, it's so it's af after you're completely hammered and yes. full of dessert. <laughs> yeah. That drop. But it doesn't, it doesn't say where it's at. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It does. World Showcase Plaza East. What? Is that just the entrance? I don't know. Anybody want to Google that? Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> World Showcase Plaza East, an exclusive setting for guests of the Frozen Ever After dessert party. And it says you get prime seating. Yeah, it's right along the World Showcase. It's near the Friendship uh, yeah. boat dock. It's like right when you walk into the World Showcase. That is kind of a right large is area. Canada, left is Mexico. They probably have a little roped off, whatever. Okay, well that's cool. That actually sounds. Like you can, you know, get your money's worth. Yeah. So that's it you for news. You guys having a sidebar? Got a sidebar in it yeah, right now? Yeah. <laughs> no, there's something for last call that we thought might be news, but. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't close this bar yet. Nope. No, not at all. Um, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I th think it'd be pretty cool for open bar, really. Yeah. Because I know, like, obviously the one in Magic Kingdom doesn't offer that. Alcohol. I know. That would be a game changer. Um, you know they, what I'm thinking? They, I'm thinking you, you load up at food and wine on food. You just you, you save your alcohol. Mm -hmm. And then you hit illuminations. You just hit alcohol the alcohol. Real hard. Yep. 
Okay, I like that. Did we talk about the bus service? How it's uh, there's a good discount for annual passes no. if you want to do the express. I, I just thought about that. I know that came out within the last few weeks that um, the express bus service, which a few of us have used, and we thought it was awesome. I know Holly and Rob really liked it, and I, I used it when I was there with my mom. And we did all four parks in like one day. Whew. If you were going to park hop, what a time saver! For real, you go in the back. And then you're in the park, no security. You go through security, one park, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, the first it's park. So you go in. so so nice. I loved it. So the the details around this discount are, um, it's ex it's available exclusively to pass holders for fifty nine dollars for the summer. Yeah, so it's available now, and th and that uh, goes to August tenth. I think if I lived in Florida, I would 100% do this. Oh, yeah. No, like, yeah. just park at one park, and then you could just go everywhere. Because, like, I can't imagine it is, parking in the Magic Kingdom. Would it, is, it makes things, like, the thought of park hopping, and it makes Security it so much, so much easier. Um, and just just a time saver. They're doing it the Disneyland way. It's all be, You're all behind the security the whole time. Yeah. Which is the way I like it. Yeah, and, and I mean... Even the thought, like how much it saves on walking, like where it puts you in Animal Kingdom. You're if in you the have back a fast of, pass yeah. to, like, even the if you wanted to Pandora, go. Pandora, either. You're right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it. Or, where, or where, Expedition Everest, really. Where it drops you off is basically the entrance to the safari, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, for lack of a better description. If you know where uh, Festival of the Lion King is, you're literally next. You walk next to the building of Festival of the Lion King. That's. Behind it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's where you come out. Yeah. Because we happened to walk by and it was like 4.55 and it was like, show at 5 o'clock. And we were like, perfect. <laughs> and we, when Holly and I did it, we took it there. We went to the Nomad Lounge. Yeah. Had a couple drinks, got something to eat and went and left. As and, you but do. It, but it was, <laughs> it was much easier because you knew we didn't have to go all the way out mm -hmm. by the buses, take that walk-in security all that walk all the way back there it's, yeah because really i think you get the most like steps outside of the park or like going to the exit and like security that's like you know the bus stop to security is like a long walk like think of like epcot or or oh, yeah. animal and, kingdom and these buses are perfectly timed oh. so they tell you what mm -hmm. time like if you when you enter the park no you could mystery. ask you could ask them Hey, when is the next? When are the buses for Hollywood Studios? And they'll say, ten of the hour and forty of the hour. They're every half hour, so you know exactly when you have to get there. You don't have to waste any time standing around, waiting around, sitting around to get a bus. What we um, got our first one in the Magic Kingdom, which is over by Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, and the guy that was working at that stand actually had the pamphlet with all of the times written on it. So like. Like, we knew if we were at the Magic Kingdom, he had it, like, written in Sharpie, like, okay, the 20 is Epcot, or whatever, and it, it just made it so easy. My mom and I, it was, we were not fast, it was not a fast <laughs> trip for the two of us, we, we were very leisurely, and we just got to go to Hollywood Studios, we grabbed lunch at Sci-Fi, and then got on a bus, which I would have never thought to just right. get on one ride, at, or get one, do one thing at Hollywood Studios, and then go to Animal Kingdom. Right. We did three parks in that This day. may be an absurdly simple question, but are those buses also handicap accessible? With yep. The, yep, they're the exact same, same buses. buses. Okay. Yes, they're the exact same buses that you they, use, and they're dead. They're dead. You're like the only person on it. Yeah, you get a seat for sure. And 
they don't mess around. If they say it's leaving at 1250, that bus is out of there at 1250. They so, will not wait. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Really but the, the key detail in this is the times aren't the same for each park. No. So, so depending what park you're catching it from, the corresponding park will be different. So at Animal right. Kingdom, yes, it may be every 10 after that it goes, you know, 10 after and 40 after that it goes to Magic Kingdom. But that's not going to be the same when you go to Epcot. It's not going to be 10 after and 40 after from Magic Kingdom. You're, they you're, change they change the rotation per park. So yeah. you have to make sure that if you care about the schedule that, that you look it up in advance. Yeah, your best bet is to just ask the cast member. If you know the next park you're going to go to, just yeah. say, when does the next, when do the buses leave for such and such a park? Yes. Yep. And, and the check-in locations, just for full disclosure. So Catherine said... Magic Kingdom, it's near the exit of Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. <laughs> Epcot, it's the east side of Spaceship Earth. So if you're coming into the park, mm -hmm. it's to the left. Yep, right next to those bathrooms. Next to the bathroom. Disney's Hollywood Studios is next to the... Rock and Roller Coaster. Next to Rock and Roller Coaster. And we said Animal Kingdom is by the Safari. Yep. Cool, cool. Yeah. Totally it's, worth it. Oh, okay. totally, totally. Absolutely. And, and just saves time. Oh, even yes. even if you're not like an annual, of your day. even if you're not an annual pass holder and going to do this summer thing, single day is 19 now, and a seven day multi day is 29. Yeah, that's totally good deal. The 29, yeah. I would do the single day. I still wouldn't. My mom and I only did it for a single day, but we bought the multi day just in case we had two more days of our vacation left, and we were like. Even if not, like thirty dollars really isn't that bad for this like really premium yeah. service. And then you so. have it. And then you have then it. Then you have it. I think I'm gonna do it in October and I'm gonna do it the day I get mm -hmm. there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I can just buzz around. All right. So, I feel like so. a VIP. Yeah, yeah you it do. is pretty you nice. Do. <laughs> no photos backstage, folks. Yeah. No photos backstage. Put your cameras away. Mm -hmm. So are we about ready. Jeez, Matt has been checked out for how long has this podcast been going on? Too freaking um, long. We haven't talked 25 about twenty-five minutes. Have a, we have a lot to talk about on our main topic today. We are guys. We are less than a month away from the D twenty-three Expo, and guess what? There's a lot of crap to but talk about. But hold on a second. Can we talk about Presto real quick? Presto is a short film. And no, guys. D23 Expo 2017. We have the schedule. Um, with the exception, there's still um, some gaps in the schedule that they have not yet announced yet. But the big ones are announced. I want to talk about all things D23 Expo. What we're most excited about. What are the things, if you're going to the D23 Expo, what are some things that we think are must not miss <laughs> well let's let's take a, a step back here for those of us who are d23 newbies can you summarize give, give me the uh the one paragraph description of what d23 elevator is pitch. yes okay. okay so d23 is described as the official disney fan club and basically where disney's presence was felt prior to this was at san diego comic-con and Disney figured, you know what, why don't we just make our own convention and invite the absolute biggest Disney fans? From their perspective, it's lucrative because they can keep it all under one roof and not have to worry about other venues. And for the Disney fan, it's great because they can get into some really deep dives that are like some really Disney nerd out sessions that you couldn't get at any other convention. So if you are a Disney 
freak like we are, then this is the place for you. That's my pitch. Okay. It's presto. Presto. <laughs> so we've all been looking at the schedule here. What's out so far? And I guess are we starting out with what's what's jumping out at us as far as things that we're looking forward to? Why don't we just go through the days yeah. Yeah, and, and okay. just say what are like the big things. It's three days. It's Friday, July 14th through Sunday, July 16th. Um, there are four venues. I'm looking at the schedule on the website now. You can look that up at d23.com. Well, the first one is a definite must-do, the Disney Legends Awards Ceremony. Yeah, absolutely. And we've talked about this on prior episodes of what legends are being inducted. Um, and you've got your big Star Wars ones. You have Mark Hamill. You have Carrie Fisher, posthumously, of course. Um, you have Stan Lee of Marvel fame. Um who are the other big... They're, I mean, I'm forgetting some. I'd uh, like to introduce you to my wife, Oprah. Oh, yes, Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> hilarious uh, freaking Austin Powers reference. <laughs> 19 years too late. <laughs> but yeah, so that I'm, I'm definitely going to the Disney Legends Awards Ceremony. The nice thing about the five of us all going is that we can kind of hop around um we can split up and give coverage oh so what are you doing while all of us are at the <laughs> disney legends that's my question i know nothing okay another thing that overlap. there are a couple question. things that overlap with that including the masquerade which is great which is one of those things that um, what do you mean it's great you've never been to it yeah but i've seen all the pictures and stuff i mean that's... yeah they they crown someone who makes a homemade costume um it's really the pictures are phenomenal um, the guy who won two or four years ago was dressed up as the Yeti from the Matterhorn and like, like 10 foot tall costume. It was insane. <laughs> when we were waiting in line, the last D23, um, there was an Ursula costume. Mm. I mean, this thing was so no, detailed. She had it. like four handlers, handlers <laughs> holding up her tentacles, tentacles and as she's tentacle walking. Handlers. And then we saw a, like one of the hitchhiking ghosts in yeah. a, in a big doom buggy, which I was like, wow. So a lot of these costumes are pretty. Were you with us? Was this last year that um, we saw the Infinity Gauntlet, and it was all of the the like stone. It was Thanos's infinity gauntlet from the avengers that had all the stones in it and it was just it was huge and a guy was just dressed up as like a gauntlet huh. scott do you know what a gauntlet is i'm aware of what a gauntlet is okay it doesn't ring a bell I don't think <laughs> and then like oh my gosh just people really go all out with the costumes in general even if you're not going to do the mouse parade it's fun to do like Diz bounding or like wear really fun t-shirts and you know people really like you will see the most hardcore disney fans here i think so back to legends yeah do you so two years ago johnny depp was the surprise the surprise he wasn't announced as a legend do you foresee something like that happening again i know we talked about it on here but i guess i don't Harrison know forward i think would be that's that that's where i keep I just Googled it just to ensure he wasn't. No. And I don't see... And it, it really seems like he should. Right. Yeah. Why? And he's Indiana Jones, too. Yeah. Unless I mean, he put the kibosh on it himself. Yeah, true. Which Unless is totally legit. To. Which, like, you know, everyone was saying... Well, I'm not going to give Force Awakens spoilers, but everyone was saying he was so happy about The Force Awakens because, like, he's tied to those movies forever and he's mm -hmm. not a huge... He's not, like, the most... He's not Mark Hamill. No. 
He does. As he is not happy about publicity in the franchise in general. Mark Hamill's going to be there, right? Yeah, yeah he's he going to be a legend. Yeah. Um. So to kind of tie this together, um, with if you've never been to a convention or the D twenty three Expo in particular, um, so there are the panels that go on all day. There's also the convention floor, which is open all the time. Um, so that is in the Anaheim Convention Center. They have booths, you know, collectors will have, you know, podcasts will have their own booth. Artists. Um, artists, uh, you know, Disney Anna merchandise, you know, Star Wars Battlefront will have a booth. Um, D- Radio Disney will have a booth. There'll be, there's Mickey of Glendale's, which is their exclusive store. And then there's the Dream Store. So there are two stores that you can wait in line for. And they are very long. I think that was the second to longest line I waited in last year. Was- they are just as long. It is just as long to get into the Disney Dream Store or it- if not longer than to get in to the uh, convention to see I- some of these panels. Yeah. So if you're a first time goer, I'll go, I'll kind of relay Holly Holly and I's experience. Matt and Catherine had gold member tickets and they were in a separate line so we didn't go in with them. And we this was our first um, expo. And we had, once we got in the convention center, we literally had no idea what to do. Like it's, it's just so overwhelming. overwhelming. It is so, because you yeah. see so many cool things and it's like, Oh, I want to do that. But most of the things on the floor also have a line. So yep. what's so um, funny is I felt the opposite because the first time we went to D23, we didn't go the first year, which I heard was a bit of a mess. Um, we went the second uh, expo, which was in 2013. Yes. Yes. That makes sense. So, but we had gone to Comic-Con that year and Comic-Con is such an overwhelming beast. You talk about, the San Diego Convention Center is huge, humongous. Like the scale of San Diego Comic Con is so vast in comparison to um, D twenty three Expo. Wow, that and I feel like, like Anaheim's enormous. Too. Yeah, I mean, no, this oh, is have, like you have no idea. It's four like, or five times the size of at least the convention. <laughs> yeah, so when it's I went crazy. to so when we went to D twenty three Expo for the first time, I was like, oh man, I can totally like this is so manageable and easy. <laughs> like I I don't feel like it's I really never felt overwhelmed by all the things. I think that it's it's a good size the convention center, all the things. I think that you can reasonably do most of the things you want to do as with most conventions you're you're gonna have to deal with the fact right up front you're not gonna get to do everything it's just the nature of the beast you're not gonna get to do every single uh panel and also get those exclusive uh merchandise offerings like you're not gonna be able to do everything you're gonna have to pick and choose and that's what we're here to do for you is help help you make some informed choices um, so I think what Rob was kind of getting at is that first day of the convention, you will wait to get into the convention center. There's that that is the most miserable for a while. line. Um, even if you're a gold member, I think the only time you're not waiting is if you buy the you know like twenty the you know two thousand dollars sorcerers. What if you that are was a gold the member? Most worst experience you're ever just baking in, in that the, line. you're just baking in the sun people were passing out like, in your life my cousin's pass- boyfriend ray he yeah. worked he's like an emt so he was working at the um convention and mm-hmm. he told me 
there was like tons of people. I just think a like dozen pa- people yeah. that had to passing out. Yeah. Ten to yeah. yeah. For heat. I'm hearing the line moving faster as these people <laughs> drop off. I wish. But, oh, yeah, it, and it they do have some fun stuff. Like, I mean, people are really excited, and you really have to think of this as mm-hmm. like an opportunity because you're around like major Disney fans. I remember the first year we went. They changed the lines every year. We used to wait in the front, but that was where you guys waited last mm-hmm. time. And this last time we were off to the side, kind of near um, Catella. And you guys were closer to Harbor. Correct. Yeah. Um, so we were kind of on that side. And, you know, you see the coolest costumes. Like, it's really fun. And, like, everyone who's there obviously has some, like, crazy obsession with Disney. So talk to the people you're in line with it's really it's you'll you'll meet some cool people it's definitely worth the wait like once you get in for sure it's like wow yeah and it and hopefully i've seen a trend that every every well every two years that they've done this it's gotten a little bit better as far as planning however it is not the well-oiled machine that san diego comic-con is for our listeners who are who have been to um san diego comic-con they have that down with science. D23 Expo is not the case. You will run into cast, not cast members. These are employees. Convention are, employees. Convention employees that will not know what's going on. You will They're ask. They're volunteers. They are volunteers. They're volunteers. You will, but the volunteers at San Diego Comic-Con are well employed and well trained for the most part. Yeah. You will run into something where you're like, I thought this is supposed to be here. It says on this pamphlet. And they'll be like, I don't know. So prepare for that. These are not your Disney cast members that you're dealing with for yeah. the most part. Yeah. So there's a lot to do on the floor in addition to the panels. And I actually read something today. They're doing like they're doing like a parade on the floor. Did you read about this? No. Okay. So on the first day, they're going to do like two. They're like processionals, I guess. So it's going to be Disney um, characters with Disney music and a grand marshal huh. and the two grand marshals for the first two processionals is going to be Stanley and Mark Hamill and they're oh, just going to walk around the floor with Disney characters and Disney music following them around so like you could not get into a panel the whole time and probably not get to see everything on the floor I think last year one of the coolest things that we waited for um, was the two archives years ago. Yes, I'm sorry. In 2015, there was an archives exhibit, and they had awesome. like, that was oh my so gosh, awesome. they had the oh. first Disneyland ticket. They had um, a vehicle from Peter Pan with some of the animatronics from Peter Pan. They had Mr. Toad. They had the Yeti from Matterhorn that they had just replaced, so mm-hmm. he was like brand new. But a lot of like old merchandise. Oh that they my sold, the cast like, member, yeah, yeah, cast, cast member pins cost- throughout the costumes. years, costumes. Yeah. Um, yes, like just really amazing. So. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of great stuff on the floor, and they usually change it to correspond with some sort of anniversary. So I'm sure Pirates will have a big yes. presence this yeah. year, is what my guess is. Because that's actually a, that's actually yes. a, a panel on yep. Friday. Well, we'll get to it. Okay. We'll, I'll get to it. So um, that's um, <laughs> at one o'clock. Whoa, Matt. Well, I'm saying like I'm I'm looking at it. I, I we'll get there. So on Friday, <laughs> also at. Uh, 115 in the D23 Expo Arena. That is um, Cup of Joe, and that's. Um, Wait, are we just gonna go over every single? No, one? I'm I'm saying some interesting ones. This is Joe Casado, who's the chief. Um, um, the, what is it? He's the chief officer of. He's just the chief man. <laughs> oh God, what is his name? The. It's Mr. Manager. Chief Creative Officer. Chief Creative Officer. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, uh, for Marvel. And so that's going to be an hour uh, 
long panel where he talks about everything Marvel. It could be comics, it could be movies. I think that's interesting. I know that he pals around quite a bit with Stan Lee, so you might get a surprise Stan Lee signing in For there. For sure. They don't advertise everything. These are like, right. you get the bare bones description on here. Um, and then the big other huge panel that day is Pixar and Walt Disney Animation Studios upcoming films hosted by John Lasseter at 2.30. That's in the biggest hall. That's Hall D23. It's a two-hour long one. Mm-hmm. Seats about 5,000 people. Um, it's very wide, so if you sit on the sides, you might not have a good view, even if you're in the front row. It's a very large... It's a very it's not horizontal... Deep, it's wide, yeah. Yes, it's a, it's a horizontal room. One thing to note, like, when we were on the animation panel... When you were, we were on it? I mean, I'm sorry. When we were in the <laughs> Ellen introduced table, us yeah. and was like, these are um, my friends. You're not allowed to take pictures. So basically, your cell phones go in a bag and you seal it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so, good point. Yeah. Yes, that is a good point. So. And the security oh, had night vision up. goggles when the lights went off. It like, is They're hardcore. watching, like... Well, because you're sure seeing you're not very exclusive pics. clips and, and trailers. In early form. Yeah, I mean, like you're thinking. We saw. We actually got to see in 2015 the teaser for Coco. I mean, we didn't even see a trailer for Coco right. until I this year. Chill. I know. <laughs> I did too. I just Coco out this November. Yeah. Yes. And so, so, at, so that was at this, two years later. At like, this panel, they've confirmed that Coco, Coco, they'll, they'll be doing extensive showing of Coco and also Wreck It Ralph too. And I'm assuming you will get appearances by some of the stars of yeah, those films. Sarah Silverman and John, John C. Riley will, will be there. Without yeah. a doubt, yes. I love him. I do too. And I would so, love to see him in a panel. And also, you're going to get some surprises. You're going to get a... This a, is where they announce the next movies too. Mm-hmm. So besides Wreck-It Ralph 2, we have Frozen 2. So perhaps we get an Adina Menzel, Kristen Bell, or Josh Gad appearance, which yeah. would be huge... This is the first time they ever um, performed the song Let It Go was in the animation panel. That's true. Um, it's the first time we heard any music from Moana last year or two uh, years mo- ago. Mo- I just got good. <laughs> I, I, I literally like um, my, my... Randy Newman. Oh, yes. He played Toy Story 4. You got a friend four. in me. Oh, yeah. That's right. Toy Story 4. So maybe we'll see a Hanks. Yeah. I want to see a Hanks. Uh, that's my goal is I'd like to see Hanks. <laughs> Rob just I had might, this like dreamy look. Like I might melt down. I thought the rock. I think we all cried I think, last I, year. I thought the rock ago. was oh the epitome of like what I would see, and just Hanks it, Johnson twenty twenty. That's right. Yeah, they've got the <laughs> yeah, campaign yeah. going. If I saw Hanks, that would be like when we were whew. watching the Good Dinosaur. Uh, I'm like, is that what you're tears. referencing the crying? Or? Yeah. Well, I just thought there were so many moments like. Like these panels, it's something you can't really describe that it's just so exciting to be just in a room, no social media, and you are the first person to see this. And you were like, we just kept looking over at each other and be like, oh my God. Like it was so exciting. We knew Ellen was going to be there and she came out and we were so really excited. Yeah. It was awesome. Ty Burrell came out like, and I'm a huge Ty Burrell fan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Penn State. So, yeah, um, so this is the, definitely a panel like I w- I don't want to yeah. miss. Like, yeah. I want to sit on this one. So you're going to do the Pirates panel over at this or what? <laughs> no, and, and so overlapping with this at 3.30, um, right in the middle of the animation studio is Pirates of the Caribbean, 50 Years of Swashbuckling Adventure in Disney Parks. 
Um, I don't know who is hosting that, and I don't know. Uh, I think it's just going to be a retrospective, and that's also in the, the second biggest one, the D23 Expo Arena. Mm -hmm. That could be really interesting, but so I would only recommend going to there if you can't get into the animation one. Because and now, and also to talk about planning, this seems like, oh, well, you just go to the animation panel. You will be waiting quite a long time. We saw the Disney Legends panel, Matt and I. We met up with Robin Holly at, I'm going to say... You guys ran out of there. Noon. We saw you, and we went straight down the steps so to line noon. up for the next one. So that was at noon. Yeah. We waited from noon to 2.30 for the animation panel. And we had decent seats. We were, like, weirdly got in a VIP area. We were with Tony Baxter. <laughs> he was literally <laughs> he was in front, right in front of us. Why did you say something to him? Like, a... No, Catherine and I see him every year at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, Literally every year we, we have run seen... into Tony Baxter every single year. Where's well, the wall shit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he doesn't know us by name well, or face, not but we've yet. said hi. Um, so so just a quick question. <laughs> you can't stay in Hall D23. No. They, okay, so for... Well, actually, I'm not sure what the rules are for all the other rooms, but Hall D23, they clear out. Okay. So, so you can't, which like, Which is a stark out. difference to how they do it in Comic-Con, which is if you get into their big uh, room, their Hall 20, D23 equivalent is called Hall H, and if you get into Hall H in the morning, you can stay there all freaking day Even if, if you, you want. don't care, which is, like, so not fair. So, like, you're getting the people who only want to see Game of Thrones at 4 o'clock, but they sit through... Like Doctor Who, Walking Dead, and they're like, we don't care about these shows, and it's like, oh, let the people who really care about yeah, that them. does seem to make. I know no it's sense. not fair, but Disney's I system it's... seems better than oh, that case. oh yes. Well, the problem, the answer that Disney has is they're not jam packing Hall Twenty Three, so it's not like there's something at noon. They have plenty of time to clear that after Legends, and then get ready for animation. Yeah. So what they do, Scott. Scott hasn't been there for one of these, Correct. just as a FYI. So what they do is they have a floor underneath where the hall is. in the is, basement. In the basement. The so you go, you go down there. And if you think of the lines that they use for, like, Run Disney, mm -hmm. where you, like, oh, snake. It's taped out. Floor, it's, yeah. taped, mm -hmm. it's taped out. It's basically, they just funnel. And then you just, like, plop on the concrete floor and just, like, <laughs> Hang out. Yep. So they yep. they have restrooms down there. They have but food like, vendors down well, you there. Had to, no, they, they had did. like a they hot a dog, there. like a little like. Yeah, we went there. outside and yeah. got food and brought oh, it back in. Mac and uh, grilled cheese was so the good. Pork. They had some great um, food trucks. Like, yeah, so. they have food trucks right and in you, the plaza. But you basically just sit down there for the two hours, and then they just start walking you up there, and yeah, they have an escalator that just put, yeah puts okay. you in the. Yeah, like, hall. so, like, a half hour before you'll start moving and, like, then everyone will take their seat. But it is fun because, like, you you start to, like, talk to people around you because you're not moving. You're just, you literally you just, sit, it's not like a queue for an attraction. Right, yeah. So, it's well, fun. Another thing that's going on around oh. the same time, too. And on I'm Friday. I'm so torn on Friday. Yeah. I love me some Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. And it's the Golden Girls, a celebration of friendship, laughter, and cheesecake on stage 28. <laughs> oh. And I'm sure there probably might be a surprise I think with Betty, Betty White. I think Betty will be there. I've seen Betty at conventions before. She loves conventions. I mean, most likely, I'm going to the animation panel, but that would be really cool, too. Mm -hmm. Great show. I like how it's they use the word cheesecake. Cheesecake. <laughs> Is, so, is, that, is there a Golden Girls thing about cheesecake? They always that was like that, their thing, like when cheese, they would fight and then they would solve their problems. Mm. They would sit at the table and eat cheesecake. Mm, I'm not as big. Picture it, Sicily. <laughs> oh, like who I'm are you? Who's, who's your Who's your Golden Girl? Um, this one's easy. 
What do you Probably think? Her? Yeah. Rose. What? Well, she's a Rose. I think she's more of a Sophia. Is Rose the dumb one? I think she's more of a badass. <laughs> no, no offense, but yeah, is Rose no, the dumb Rose one? Rose is Betty yeah. White, yeah. Okay. And Blanche yeah. is the slut. <laughs> Who are you? I You're the Dorothy, Dorothy for show. <laughs> I'm the man. <laughs> I was gonna say Sophia. I'm the man. Uh, I think you're Sophia. I'm a Sophia. No, you're no. you're Blanche. You're a Get Stan. Out. You're a Stan. <laughs> Stan. <laughs> Clearly, you haven't watched. I've really. never seen the Golden Girls in my life. Oh, oh no, it's a really great show. It's show. I used to watch it with my mom all the time. I didn't. I, I didn't know how risque it was. Yeah. Until like I Blanche became older, because like, I would watch floor. it. With, I would watch it with my parents. <laughs> and I think my grandmother used to watch it. And, Your grandmother's but, a freak. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> but uh, yeah, now watching it as an adult, I'm like, wow, this show is risque. The the yeah. sexual innuendos that they <laughs> yeah. they yeah. say. Yeah, for sure. I like the witty comedy. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. So that's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, definitely. But maybe Betty will be out on the floor signing autographs. A lot of a lot yeah. of the people from the panels will have separate booths. I know. Um, I think there was a no. I'm making this up. But last <laughs> year, um, Dick Van Dyke came and he just sat on the floor and and did autographs. So yeah. It's a bunch even of cool if you stuff missed like a panel that he was on, I think he was there with his uh, acapella group. You could still go and meet him. So, so some late night. I'm not going to talk too much about these, but they're um, some uh, at the end of the night on Friday. You've got uh, Melodies and Waltz Time, the music of Disney live action films, which sounds interesting. And there's also a Marvel animation panel, which will be showcasing the uh, Spider-Man animated series and also the Guardians of the Galaxy animated series, which sounds interesting. Dude, you literally didn't the, talk about the one that the I found park, the most interesting, the, the park, park stars. Yeah. Which original is the original characters of the Disney park. If I'm not either drunk or sleeping at that time, <laughs> I would like to go to that. But yeah, I had that, my eye on that oh, one. I go to music of Disney live action films. See, this is... Scott, you'll have to go to Marvel Animation. Sorry. No. This no, is the downfall Marvel of, Animation. Yeah, I know. It's going to be like X-Men cartoons. Ugh. Uh, I can't yes, even please. think of any Marvel the worst. <laughs> I know, literally the worst. Oh, but that's, that's the problem, like, to try to see everything. We already said you can't do it. Um, so you have to make some choices. And if you want to get into the expo hall really early on Friday, you have to get your badge. You get a lanyard. Um, this year they said they're giving out an original piece of art for all of the badge members. Um... Gold members? Um, I love mean? gold. I love gold. Um, maybe, yes. Um, that's, you know. You I didn't can, know what you meant by badge members. I'm sorry. I meant everyone who has a badge because you do have to go into the, um, onto the floor to grab your, your uh, lanyard. So, like, there's, like, a registration before you can do anything. They'll give you, like, the commemorative booklet. Um, so... You know there is, there but, are some things you have to do. But but something we need to consider is, they start letting you line up at 10 p.m. the night before. <laughs> no, I'm not suggesting that that's the course of action we take. However, if we were up early enough, what what couldn't we tell them we want to do the Disney Legends Absolutely. and get into the convention. That is yeah. what that, we did by last that means. year, right? Yes, we did. Yes. So we skipped the line. Because you the, said the thing was half full. Yeah, it was not full last year. Right? We we walked in and we were probably about halfway up, which is actually saying a lot because that room is really just like fat and long. Like it's it's not 
a far, like you're not really, really, really far back. Even if you're in the last seat, you still have a pretty good view if you're in the middle. Correct. Um, so yeah, I would definitely suggest to people if you do want to see the main event any morning. Um, oh man, my cat is going haywire. Um, <laughs> um, that maybe you just dedicate your time to wait in the line downstairs because it it doesn't guarantee you entry, but it, it at least like. Uh, but we know we're doing the the legend. Yeah, thing. so we should we should do we that. Need it, That's right. what we did last year, and so they. But it still took you that long to get in there, even though you said you wanted to do the legends or. After it's realizing. two separate lines. Yeah, no, we, it's two separate lines. You you line up for Hall D twenty three, or you line we up. We did not. We did not wait for the legends. We waited for the, the animation panel or the live action panel on Saturday morning last year. So that was like our way of skirting the general admission yeah. line. But I'm saying we should do that Robin. Friday. Yes, in the we morning. Should. You there are two separate lines. You either line up to get into Hall D twenty three, or you line up to get into the convention center. No. Incorrect, Walsh. You can line yes. up to get into the Legends panel, and you wait underneath right. where we waited for the animation panel, which is what we should do because it's the shortest line. Because if you read the letter that came, mm -hmm. it, it tells you when you could start lining up for yes. each each day's the earlier. But I'm the, not the, wrong in that there's two separate lines. To get in if you don't want to go to a panel, Correct. but if you want to go to the Legends panel, you can just go in the basement of the convention exactly, center. Exactly, yes. I just but that's what we clear. should do. Yes, that was what we should do, for okay. sure. Um, so no overnight lineups will take place. They, they really don't like that, so try not to go overnight. No, but they tell you you could line up at 10. Um, I read it yesterday. Yes, you're right. 10 p.m. on Friday the 14th for Saturday. Yeah, and then... Lineups will begin Friday. The 13th for Friday. Thursday the 13th. Oh. I don't think so. I think it's for Saturday. All right. Well, regardless, let's talk about Saturday. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about. Saturday is the Walt Disney Studios live action films. What do you think, Rob? That is... No. We need to fix that. I can't say that and then okay. give yeah, we'll, we'll information. Edit. We'll edit that out. What? It's Make wrong. It's, I, I'm sorry. I, yeah, no. No, no, I am right. <laughs> I am right. So for Friday, July 14th, lineups will begin on Thursday, July 13th at 10 p.m. That's what I was saying. Yes. And that that's for the essentially the Legends panel. Okay, so you can line up overnight. Is the is the the gist of it? You can line up at ten a.m. or ten p.m. the night before on Thursday and the night before on Friday, if you are that crazy. Saturday is the Walt Disney Studios live action films from ten thirty to twelve thirty in Hall D twenty three. This is a unique opportunity for Disney this year because this is the first year that the D twenty three Expo is happening before San Diego Comic Con. San Diego Comic-Con has been the place where you've had, historically, the big announcements from Marvel movies, the big announcements from Lucasfilm. Um, and this year, Disney, the ball's in their court to be the first ones out the gate, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So we are going to see some stuff um, uh, with Black Panther, with um, the newest, uh, what is it, the... Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, I thought you were going with Star Wars. Yes, we're also going to see some stuff about Episode Eight for sure. So, yeah, and we know 
Mark Hamill's going to be there. Can't imagine. Um, Daisy Ridley won't. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We saw her before she was a, mm -hmm. a giant star. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys saw her twice, right? Yeah. Yeah, we saw her at the um, interaction interactive panel. She came out for Disney Infinity. And John Boyega. Yeah. I'm thinking there's going to be some introductions for some more live Disney action films. Oh, oh sure. Yeah, you're yeah. you're going to get there's a gonna lot some, of new yeah. stuff. There's going to be some fun surprise at that. That's going to be the the biggest one to that's going to be the toughest one to get into. I would like that to will that be one. full. That will be totally full. Matt, what are you doing while we're all doing this? <laughs> oh, I'm going to do the power of the princess from 1030 to 1130 at Aww, States 28. I would like to see Mark Davis. Yeah, Me too. Goes to wet engineering. Are you yeah. imagining? Are you kidding? <laughs> I had my eye on that one too. I know, but if you can't do both. You know who's yeah. going to be there? His wife. Mark Davis? Yeah. No. Mark Davis has been dead. Alice like Davis. For a very long time. His wife will probably be there. Yeah. Um... Then you've got at one from one o'clock to two o'clock, level up the Walt Disney Company's video game showcase. How did I know that was gonna be the one you were gonna say? The table just moved. Okay, so they're gonna be showing Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is huge, and also Kingdom Hearts 3. Um so oh yeah, all of a sudden you're on board. You know what's you know what's funny? I like Kingdom Hearts. Is that they've downgraded a full-on uh, Hall D23 panel into an hour in the Expo Arena. Well, they also completely got rid of their video game well, division. Well, true, but I'm just saying so, this I mean, is interesting. Sense. So if you were into the Sunday panel, this would be the panel for you. So also um, at E3, which was last weekend... They uh, Square Enix dropped a surprise Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer, and they didn't show a release date, but at the end, at the end of the trailer, it says, expect another trailer in a month at the D23 Expo. So I'm thinking, and again, this is wishful thinking, that we might get some more information and hopefully, finally, a release date for this game that's been in development forever. Oh, for sure. For sure. I do not want to say for sure, because... Kingdom Hearts 3 has a long history and it's been long delayed, but I'm looking forward to it. Are you? Did gonna you watch that? the? Did you watch the trailer? Yeah, I've seen the trailer. It's it was a little too much um, Square Final Fantasy for me and not enough Disney. Yep. And I hope that the the trailer that they premiere at D23 is much more Disney centric, and I think they have to be. I don't think I'll go to it because isn't it the live action during that time? No, it's after. It's oh, immediately it's after. after. Okay. Yeah, but then you're giving up your line in the parks, so then your line in yeah. the parks would be only from two to three, which might be okay. You might, I, I think you'd be able to get into parks for just an hour wait. Which is fine, because I'm foregoing parks to go to DuckTales, and that's at 4.15. They are definitely going to have some of the voices of the new DuckTales. Oh, I am so excited. You got Ben Schwartz, you got Danny Pudi. Is Danny Pudi going to be there? I don't know. Uh, Beck Bennett, Bobby Moynihan. Yeah, I mean, I am so Kate excited McCucci. for that. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I am so torn between DuckTales and Parks and Resorts. Yeah, well, we're going to probably go to DuckTales. And Rob is definitely going to Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. That's going to be where all the announcements for park expansions. Perhaps we will finally get some Epcot expansion news in Future World. I mean, that, that could change. You look at the last expo. You would have expected the, the announcement of, yes. of Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land to happen at that panel, and it happened at the live-action panel, <laughs> right? So, like, if something like that was 
was to occur again. Would you just again? like abandon ship? So you'd have to play it by ear that if they, he made a huge announcement at the live yeah, because channel. I would love to do the DuckTales. You know, um, like also, Lin-Manuel Miranda was just announced for DuckTales. I bet Lin will be there this time. Right. So I would love to But if, if he might make an appearance at the live, live action, action because of Lion Mermaid. King. And Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> little Lion King. One at a time. <laughs> um, but both of them. Mm-hmm. So if, if... But I'm thinking... I'm thinking we're getting major Walt Disney World news at Epcot. This. I'm thinking Epcot. I'm thinking we're getting 50th anniversary Magic Kingdom news. What do you think? Events? Or Tron stuff? ride in Tomorrowland? Oh, Rob! That's crazy. I, I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking we're getting major Epcot news. All right, I like agree with multiple that. attractions, Ratatouille in France. What else, yeah. Scott? What do you I got? mean, the sky's the I limit. know this is your... Uh... Well, uh, I would think you'd have to hear some news about what's going to happen with the spot for Ellen's energy adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a name uh, change. Mission Space remake or rebrand. Oh, Horizons. Yeah, I think right. it, I think we're going to get the Epcot Center announcement. I think it's that is going to be yeah. called Epcot Center. I think Center. it's going to be I'll Epcot Center. with you on that one. I think you could, hear, you could hear some news about the Imagination Pavilion. Maybe, yeah. Hollywood Studios. I would. New, I mean, countries. just personally, oh, I think. Yeah, maybe I mean, new I mean there are so many things they could announce. Right. Epcot has a world of opportunities. <laughs> 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 okay, so Sunday, um, at D twenty three Expo Arena in the morning has this is one of the ones that's yet to be announced. Ten a.m. to eleven a.m. They have not said what's going on in that slot. Then they have um, Tangled the Series panel. I don't know if Mandy Moore is going to be she there. Is. Okay, she will be there. That's awesome. Mandy Moore e. Mandy. This is a. I'm just sorry to interrupt, but this is a uh, sleep in. Yeah, this morning is a because, sleep in. Thank the Lord. Because the previous day is. Um, Early morning. No, the previous day is a day of significance for myself. So. Oh, it's Rob's birthday on Saturday, so we're going to probably be drinking and having merriment that night before. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just <laughs> wanted to tell everyone when my birthday was. <laughs> Cards can be addressed, too. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you know, if, if I need a little extra... Shut yeah, this is up. definitely a good day yeah. to sleep in. It's not a day to line up outside. Yeah, the first sure. thing right now that I, I really want to see is Zero to Hero, The Making of Hercules, and that's 1230 to 130 at the uh, D23 Expo Arena. You didn't get that awesome joke I just made. Yeah, you uh, just were doing Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Hercules. I got it. I apologize. You, I did. You. I just didn't want to acknowledge it. Okay, okay. Um, yes, uh, Ron Clements and John Musker. Did I get their names Yes. up? Yep, no, you yep. don't. So switch that, reverse it. No, Ron Clements and, and John Musker. John Musker, Ron Clements. Yeah, you're right. What if what if it's like that 10 a.m. one is like morning coffee with Bob Iger? Yeah, it's won't not. Be. No. <laughs> no. It's, it's it might not. be something. It, it truly would be something awesome, but I don't think it's going to be that. So now, I'm, I'm kidding. The big thing happening at, at uh, Hall D23 <laughs> is Marceline Coffee. It's Alan so Menken. A whole new world of Alan Menken. He's doing two concerts one at 1 one at 5 These are slated for hour and a half uh, slots. We saw Alan Menken four years ago 
with he did a double concert with Richard Sherman. We didn't even talk about the Richard Sherman panel. Richard Sherman's yeah, going to be on he, a panel. He, he did glazed, miss it on, on Saturday. He glazed oh, over that. that. And right. that it's going to be Floyd Norman and Richard Sherman, A Kiss Goodnight, which is going to be like a once-in-a-lifetime. Oh, God, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know that either of them are, will be around for the next C23 Expo. Yeah, they're both and getting long Richard in Sherman what is... is it's at 6 o'clock at night. A Kiss Goodnight with Disney Legends, Richard Sherman, and Floyd Norman. Now, they're talking what? about a book... However, I think Richard Sherman will perform. That's just the kind of guy he is. So, yeah. highly, highly recommend Saturday. Saturday night. Sunday so. does have some... Even... This one's interesting. So, it's the archive stage. Writing with Walt. Researching in the Magic Kingdom of good eating. Hmm. What does that mean? I don't, I don't know, know, but that's 10 a.m. You think you're going to be awake? Probably. Roll out. <laughs> yeah, I could crawl out. And maybe I don't that. think that's going to be like a tough one to get into. But what does that mean? Is that like the food of the Magic Kingdom? I think I, that's what it means. But what does writing mean? Right. That means, I, I bet it's someone who wrote a book about food and Walt. Yep. That makes sense. Voices of Disney Park sounds yeah. kind of interesting. And yeah. Legends of maybe Walt we'll Disney get, uh, Imagineering. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. It's going to be Arkstone Street. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> what, is, what is Maps of Disney Parks? Um, that's oh, the guy boy. who wrote The Keepers of the Magic Kingdom. Um, and then they're going to talk about the history of the park maps, which I think would actually and be And Marty really, Sklar. Yeah, and Marty Sklar, which another one, don't know how long Marty Sklar is going to be around. So he's I'm a, almost he's guaranteed to do this one. I'd, what time's that one? I enjoy maps. There's, on there's nothing else really going on at that time. I wouldn't. I don't think I would want to go to Snow White. There's not going to be anyone who's going to speak at Snow White that would have been involved in Snow White. No, it's it's just a screening of Snow White. For, okay. I could see myself doing both stage twenty eight, the voices of Disney parks and the maps of Disney parks. Yeah, I'm thinking back. zero to hero, voices of Disney parks, maps of Disney parks, and then I'll do the the Alan making at night. Yep. The uh, you'll see the convention floor really clear out on oh Sunday. It's dead. It's like a lot. It's a good less time to go shopping and, yeah, and do some time. of the things you missed. That's on the floor. that's the time where if you want to wait in line to get into one of the stores and get some of the exclusive merchandise, that's that's the time to do it. Because um, it is, those are the people that are like usually locals who they only have a Sunday ticket available and they'll just go. Um, even even the the legends of Walt Disney Imagineering, that's mm. that's my jam. So like, I thoroughly enjoy. I could. Oh boy. Would this you is not gonna, do Alan Menken? For I don't that? know that. Now I'm thinking, do I do the earlier Alan Menken? Skip the voices of Disney parks. Do maps of Disney parks and then the legends of Walt Disney. Well, they'll definitely announce who the voice. Because that's going to be Tony Baxter. That's going to be Marty Sklar. And the uh, guy they just that Wayne, um, who they who's going to be a Disney legend. Yeah, I mean, there. and that's right up my alley. So, well, I don't know. Like you said, like we said earlier, <coughs> choices, choices yeah. have to be made. So that's pretty much that's, that is pretty much the schedule thus far of the D23 Expo. Who's excited? I am, <laughs> but I wasn't raising my hand for that. I wanted to uh, point out two more things for planning purposes. Um, the one is that they have an app for D23 that mm -hmm. will be released closer to the date of the convention. So definitely download that on your smartphone. You can make panels your favorites and kind of like make your own schedule. You can import it to your to your G calendar, which is kind of cool. Um, they also have another um, another tool that will help you be a little bit more efficient called the Stage Pass. And that's a pass 
um, that when you get onto the convention floor, you can um, pick a panel to essentially be fast cast for. Yeah. And yeah. now these are never the big ones in the Hall D23, but these are like the maybe the ones on the archive stage or maybe the ones um, on stage 28 or the expo arena that you could get. So like if you really want to get into the DuckTales um, panel, that might be one that you can actually stage past and then you get a, a good seat. Um, those do go really fast. Um, I know two years ago, Matt and I utilized stage pass and we got to see Tony Baxter get his uh, wall or window in, in Disneyland, which was amazing. Really yeah. cool. Um, we met a few Disney legends in line there, which was pretty cool. Like people waiting in line for that were just, you were just in the mix with really cool people in line. So, um, there's also store pass, which is similar to stage pass, but it'll get you in either Mickey's of Glendale or the dream store. Interesting. Yeah. And there's a lot of good merchandise. So if you're going here, could you sure only you use just one or can I you think, use like how many? I have for, no for idea. For some reason, I think the store pass. Okay. With stage pass, you are, it's, you can't get ones that are early in the day. That is out of the question. You can get ones between like, I think it's 11 and um, not sure what the other time is, but you could get two potentially within a day, but I don't think you would want to get two in a day, but maybe just to have, just yeah. to be safe. If there was one, you would I don't think have. there's, I don't think there's any, I'm reading the yeah. rules of the stage pass and store pass. Um, Okay, store pass guests are limited to one store pass ticket, but it doesn't seem like stage pass there is, but it's, I think it's it's difficult to do. You could probably, it says they're not available for presentations starting before 11. Right. You could get one for 11 to 2.30 and then one from 3 and later. Yes. And those are so, all not in the big halls, so you'd have to like check all that on the web. Don't yeah. take our word for yeah. No, that's but that is nice because we really wanted to see. Um, there was a Mary Poppins panel that we were really into the first year we mm -hmm. went, and Dave Smith, the chief archivist, was doing a a, a presentation. It was really cool. Um, so if there's some a smaller one that you're like all in on, this will help you get into it. There's also a uh, D23 charter members. Lounge. Um, hmm. That if you're a charter member of D23, if you join the year it started, you can go into the lounge, food, drinks. It's not that exciting, but it's pretty. It's yeah. Well, there's air conditioning everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but it's like nice. <laughs> <laughs> they dim the lights and they make it look really nice. They have like the Disneyland popcorn machines. In there's there. coffee. Yeah, that's right. There is. I, I have some first timer questions yeah, here. Go ahead. Sure, yeah. You don't mind. Yeah, For out. sure. So. What is a what is a typical day look like here? I mean, so you're obviously doing one or two panels. <laughs> okay. And then you what? You go to Disneyland in the evening or I'll, I'll give you my um my impression of this weekend. Okay. If cocaine didn't have side effects, I would do cocaine <laughs> during this weekend. He told me this last night. I was like, what, for the Disney convention? Yeah, just because there is so much to do, and it's so like it's, it's sensory over. It's sensory overload, and that was going to be one of the, my suggestions: is you need to have your head on a swivel this entire weekend because you never know who you like, will if, see. If, if, like not Jerry, that you like, yeah, not that you want to like run up to celebrities mm -hmm. and like 
talk to them and get pictures with them, but it's just just to see them in the flesh and like they're right with you. I could remember waiting for a table at uh, Tortilla Joe's. I think it was Friday. It was Saturday, I think. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> there was a bunch of executives around. You knew they had lanyards, dressed Suits. very, very nicely. And I thought I saw Tom Staggs, Disney yeah. R.I.P. But um, I thought I so I got super excited. It wasn't Tom Staggs, but like I had my head on a on a swivel. We were waiting for an Uber coming out of Grand uh, Californian. Here walks in Jennifer Good uh, Goodwin. 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 Yeah. Um, and her husband. And, and Holly's like has her phone in her face. Uh, her her face in her phone, and. I'm like, oh, there's Jennifer Goodwin, you know, and it's just like, what? you just see. They're like everywhere. It's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. The first night, I think one of the most, uh, the one of the best stories is the, the night we landed last year, we, we had a drink in the Grand Californian at their bar, the Hearthstone Lounge, and we were just sitting there, and behind us was the director of Inside Out, uh, Pete Doctor, and Wally, right? Yep. Um, one of the best Pixar directors there I is. I found those pictures. Yeah. It was, and, and he came up to our table and we got to talk to him, which is like a moment we will never be able to relive or recapture. And you guys also got to meet Joe Rody while waiting mm -hmm. for Trader at, Sam's. At Trader Sam's. Yeah. He was just hanging out outside. So like, you never know who you'll run into and just like the cool conversations and even like non-executives. And I'm just a little personal story. Matt and I, when we waited for the live action panel last year, two years ago in 2015, we met someone in that line who we are still, is truly one of our best friends today. Um, so you never know, you know, talk to the people around you. You know, we, we got to talking to this guy and he was like, oh, I'm actually a cast member. I'm from the East Coast. And we're like, oh, really? Us, us too. Um, and now we have a friend for life who's... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You could say he's, he's a dear friend. A dear friend. He's a dear friend of ours. I, I wasn't following, Did it all I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you now. And we were, like, with a group of, like, I'm going to say seven people in line. And we were in the first, like, um, part of the queue. And they were behind us. They were, they were perpendicular to us in the taped-off line. But how D23, the the um large room works is that they got way better seats than us we got off way way to the side even though we were in front of them because they fill in the room horizontally i'm hoping that they they change that I this do year too. that was yeah. i think that's not the way that you should do it but, but the happy ending to the story is um our friends that we met in line saw us and flagged us down and said we saved two seats for you right in the middle um so they hmm. like we were like front row not front row but like we had an amazing seat when harrison ford came out and we just all went bananas and it was it's just one of those experiences at these conventions that you can't describe it's an awesome feeling it's unique it is truly unique and the people you're with you will have like these great experiences that you will never forget so yeah it's just you gotta conserve energy mm -hmm. it's it's just it's like you look at the day, it, it goes from ten a.m. to seven p.m. That's so that's a full. And day. there's stuff that's you're doing stuff all. Well, you're sitting around, but it's just draining. Yeah, it's it just... is draining. So that you're like, oh, I really want to take a nap. So, I mean, I know we did the the day we went to the live action panel. We ended up like we found out that they were open the Star Wars land, and we like ran back to our hotel and we we're like, gotta take a quick nap because it was just necessary 
Yeah. Wouldn't have Hence, hotel placement is key. <laughs> yes, hotel. Your hotel placement is key. Definitely look at those hotels that are nestled in the fertile crescent of Harbor <laughs> and Catella. Although at this point, pick and there is no. Well, there are still is available. There's still availability at the Red Lion Inn where Holly and I stayed, and that that's a, a nice, that's very a nice four hotel. minute walk, five yeah. minute walk. Yeah. So oh, there you go. All right. So any. Well, here, l- let me finish with this. Um, I'm sure that we will get more info on the D23 Expo um, by our next uh, podcast, which we um, hope to share this information with you. We're really excited, as I said, as you may be able to tell by us nonstop talking about the D23 Expo this entire episode. My suitcases are already out. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, so we um, are totally ready. Um, but, you know, like I said, please subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Pinterest. Um, you know, we will have a lot of great exclusive content. We'll get it out to you lightning fast. So just make sure you follow us and and you will be up to date as well. If you can't be there, it'll be like you're there with us and we'll take naps in the afternoon. So it's totally fine. Um, and this brings us to last call and Holly, you had a last call item, right? Yes, I do. Um, I think this is kind of exciting because I love when I go down to Walt Disney world, I love having ride pictures. Um, (laughs) So at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, you are going to be able to get your photo taken on this attraction starting June 19th. I'm assuming it's going to take your picture on the first, I like to call it the wee drop. (laughs) Um, I think that's where, looking at pictures, that's where they're going to take your um, picture. Another ride for you, Matt. Yeah. Matt gives really good face on rides. What, getting a getting my picture taken of Pirates of the Caribbean, I'm indifferent. <laughs> I don't really care. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll show us a really good face. Matt Matt got his picture taken on Frozen last Yeah, I October. had like a 101 degree fever. Oh, you're and a, a sore real throat. And then everyone, and you guys bring up that picture all the time. You know what I would Matt. do for the picture if I were them? I would do it in the ship firing scene, and I would blow up a cannonball right next to your boat. Where people so are like, yeah, that, that would be perfect. Those cannonballs get me every time. I know, but yeah. wouldn't that be a great every picture? Time. Yes. Yes. It yeah. would be. So that's, it's kind of exciting, because it's a new photo, because yeah. you have Splash yeah. Mountain, you have Space Mountain, yeah. Mine Train. I don't know if I'm missing any. And now you have Pirates. So June 19th is when they're going to start. Yeah, that's doing fun. all this, so I'm excited. Me too. Does anyone else have any? Matt, last do, call you, items? do you want to talk about Presto one more time? Presto, <laughs> Presto, Presto, Presto. Matt's been really mean to the rest of us on this podcast. I just like to say because it's going to be hidden for a time, and he was yelling at us. We had to do some editing, and hey, I, bud. I just. Just send good vibes to Mac because he's really stressed about nice the work, quality pal. of this podcast. And we just got to say, nice work, pal. Thank you. I appreciate that. So. I want to drink the at the Cove Bar again. That's my last call. That's <laughs> just like random. Like, Scott just wants to drink. That's my cup. random thought. Uh, last call is a random thought that I have. You know, that was a potential topic for this evening was a Disneyland Resort bar crawl. I think we're definitely going to be talking about Disneyland next podcast as well, just because we are so excited. I mean, it's no surprise. The, the five of us are super excited, maybe minus Matt, about going <laughs> I'm to excited. Cal- <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> he had um, fun once. It, it was, it was awful. awful. <laughs> um, so I definitely think we're going to have another Disneyland topic. So if you have any questions for us about Disneyland or want us to talk about something specific, 
we may talk about like preparation or, or our favorite bars over there because that's kind of our thing. Um, you know, feel free to shoot us either a message on Facebook or send us an email at wdwhappyhour at gmail.com. Um, like I said, we'd love for you to subscribe to us on YouTube. That's we, our, our next our next yeah. big one. Yeah, we love uh, interaction with listeners. Yeah, so I'd don't be, be really interested. Do not be afraid to uh, in the park. send send us anything. But yeah, let us know if you're going to be there at yeah. 23 Expo. Yeah, we would love to meet you. We're like, Seriously. We're, I, I mean, to say we're super reproachable is probably like an understatement. We are like, we would love to meet you. So. And we may just have some brand new WDW Happy Hour uh, swag to give yeah. away. So, yeah. You never know. Scott, did you have something to say? No, no, I was just going to say I would love to hear if our California listeners have any specific, well, tips or drinks that they enjoy that we should be trying. I mean, I I think we're so East Coast centered that we kind of, I mean, I don't think we forget about California, but we're certainly not as familiar with it as we are with Florida. So by all means, I know we have listeners out there. And also any tips and tricks. I know not all of us are going to ride it, but I'd say the big thing is uh, Mission Breakout for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Breakout. We would love to hear your tips. Uh, the best, you know, the best way to do it. Um, the best, you know, go through the queue, don't go through the queue, what time of day, better at night, uh, best song, whatever. We'd love to hear your tips because um, there are a few things that are new to Disneyland since the last time. And dang it, I hope Fantasmic's there because that is my favorite thing in the They're world. They're saying July 17th. Mm-hmm. That is what they are saying. So, all right. Does anyone have anything else? Nope. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Follow us on all of our social media. We love you all so much. Um, and cheers. Happy cheers. Father's Day. Cheers. Yeah.